0: and welcome back to Between Sermons where we are continuing the conversation from Sunday. And as always, you don't have to be a part of our church or have heard the, the Sunday message to get something out of this. Hopefully we'll be able to add some value to your life in this conversation. Uh, but if you would like to check out that sermon, you can do so in the show notes. Uh, because it was a good one, we uh, we are actually able to wrap up our favorite series of the year at our church uh, called At the Movies where we get to take some, uh, some biblical principles from some of how Hollywood's big hits. And uh, today, though, my uh, my guest is uh, my best friend. Hi. Yeah. And and we're going to be talking about how to be a great friend because uh, our movie on Sunday was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, uh, which I think a lot of people didn't watch because. I, I never thought that the third movie in a spinoff that had three movies <laughs> would be worth watching. Yeah, um,
1: actually, we didn't watch it for the longest time.
0: No, and our kids our, kept saying that our, we had oldest, to.
1: our oldest son, Jaden, he's the first one that watched it. And he kept saying, we have to watch it, guys, you have to watch it. It's amazing. Yeah. We kept just like, yeah, 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 yeah maybe yeah. later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, it is it is his favorite movie of all time and uh it's definitely in our family's like top movie of the year like it, yeah. it was just it was so much fun and honestly i would enjoy it even without kids uh like yeah. it, it genuinely it was just it was a very well done movie the pacing was great the comedy was uh, it was hilarious it was great lessons like there was never a moment where i was like meh like i was laughing through the whole thing
1: yeah and give me anything there's spanglish and I'm, I'm i'm in it yeah you're like all for i the love spanglish. it mm-hmm.
0: Perito. Uh, and so, yeah. So b- before we jump into kind of talking about uh, being a great friend, um, we've got to we got to figure something out uh, because you and I, we love movies. It's been a it's been a major part of our lives. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I think we mentioned on the podcast the time that I, I snuck a full pizza into the movies with you. Uh, we sat there eating, uh, what was it, Domino's?
1: It looked romantic, it but, was, it was beautiful. Uh,
0: but it wasn't. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> uh, but here, there is a controversy in the McQuay household and uh, we, we're gonna use the podcast and the public space to air our dirty laundry. Um, so our first date is in mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. I, from day one, have have said that our first date was a trip to the movies. We We were in Mexico and we went to the movies together um, you always say that our first date was like a few days later when we went to to Sanborns for enchiladas, mm-hmm. right in Mexico that's the only thing you do at Sanborns is you get <sighs> enchiladas.
1: enchiladas enchiladas, we sell the Sanborns.
0: there you go. If you know you know. yeah, um so w- where's the controversy here? why? how come you're wrong and i'm I'm right?
1: Well, you're wrong because that day it was supposed to be a bunch of people Mm -hmm. going to the movies you didn't ask me to go to the movies with you we had come up with a whole group to say we're going to the movies all of a sudden everybody bailed out and it was just the two of us that were still there saying okay are we going to the movies or not
0: and we decided the two of us would go to the movies together Yeah, but
1: you didn't invite me out like you didn't ask me out (laughs) to go to the movies with you it was like a all of these people are mm-hmm. gonna go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, people started dropping. Okay, so, so, so yeah, a couple, we couple ended up of going details. to the movies, but uh, it wasn't like that
0: first date. Oh, uh, it was absolutely first date. A couple absolutely of details not. that you're skipping out on. Uh, first of all, maybe those friends were just being great friends, and they were like, Brent and Soul need you know this connection moment. So maybe. we're gonna we're gonna choose not to go to the movies so that they like it was like that whole like a bunch of people will be there and then it's just the two of us come on that's like a movie trope in itself
1: yeah but then that is not a first date though okay like you asked me to go with you to (laughs) to the restaurant and we actually set out to both of us do something okay that's a date
0: we're gonna we're gonna complicate it though okay so uh this uh trip to the movies did we hold hands
1: we did oh because you're opportunistic. <laughs> I'm opportunistic. You took, you took, <laughs> took advantage, advantage of the fact that we was the two of us uh-huh. to hold my hand.
0: OK, so but you did
1: not ask me out. It just so, happened. So that we, we went, went out.
0: So we went to a place where people commonly go for a first date. Yeah. Uh, we went there holding hands. Yeah. Uh Just the two of us. I'm pretty sure we got food afterwards. We always get food no matter what we're doing. I don't so remember that. I'm part, pretty sure we maybe. did. Um, and this moment took place a few days after uh, i told you that i liked you yeah uh, and that i would love to have an opportunity to date you yeah
1: it was, how it is that was, not a date
0: how how is that not the first date
1: because you didn't ask me out <laughs> you I asked mean, people I asked, out on a date. Hey, our, when our something <laughs> just randomly happens it's not a date it okay. just happened
0: but but people Wait, should
1: right should, <laughs> see like I, even people in the back are, are no, no, nodding no, no. Our, with our me. producer
0: doesn't know what she's talking about. Um, no, so <laughs> th- this is absolutely OK. Uh, if you're if you're watching or listening to this podcast in a place that allows comments, let us know, like Team Brent, Team Soul. Is that a date? Is that not a date? It was
1: not a date. It's a, I mean, Come on.
0: we were interested in each other. We knew we were interested in each other. I, I did ask if you're going to the movies. I would love to go with and all of it. The, like, there was like this whole Oh, now he asked like
1: would love to go with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, people have to understand. I had no game. I mean, like, so, like, even telling you that I liked you, uh, I'm pretty sure I wrote on, like, a little piece of paper something stupid and gave it to you. Yep. Um, he, he
1: wrote, Estoy cayendo en amor contigo.
0: Yeah. I was, i think i said okay
1: Girl, en amor yeah, yeah, contigo. Yeah. Yeah. and i was like that's not, not how, how you say it, it however but I, you got but the I point. understand why you're trying to
0: say <laughs> you got the idea <laughs> see that's all that matters is you get the idea and so two people after having a whole conversation that, that was a whole another story we could tell sometime too after you know giving you this this horribly written note because i'm an immature kid that doesn't know how to talk to people um you or know, Spanish. we go out or, and doesn't speak Spanish very well. <laughs> Google failed me, uh, apparently. Um, but uh, so we, we like have this long conversation and Soul totally gives me the let's just be friends speech for like an hour. Like it, she was just dragging me through the dirt with this. Let's just be friends. And then she finishes it and says, so I think I like you, too. So let's let's see where this goes. I was very confused. It was literally an hour long. Let's just be friends conversation that was ended with. Yeah, let's do this thing.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened there. And then a
0: few days later, we went on our first date to the movies, just the two of us. We held hands, we talked, we had a great time. No, no. The movies are special to us.
1: The movies are <laughs> special to us, but not because of our first date. That was not at the movies.
0: All right, we're gonna we're gonna finally have definitive proof. Uh, I, I, there's there's three people in the room with us right now. Show of hands. First date at the movies or no? Yes. I got I got one hand. Man, I'm losing. <laughs> all right. Because We're gonna he move was on. We're gonna, we, we have our to first move on. at I'm the losing. movies. Y'all, you guys are the worst. I hate you all. Um, I quit. <laughs> all right. What are we supposed to be talking about? Movies. Movies. Puss in Boots. Uh, how to be a great friend, right? Yes. So, So in the movie, uh, there's this kind of side character, the sidekick, Perito. And um, they're just the best character ever. Like, they're hilarious. Um, but what they really teach... To the audience is what it looks like to be a great friend and so uh, i would love to kind of just talk with you some of the practice we got to team teach this um on sunday so but i I, sometimes you know in 35 minutes in the sermon you kind of can't say everything you wish you could say um and so we kind of set it up with this premise that um you know show me your friends i'll show you your future um you know it's this kind of overused quote probably but there's a lot of accuracy to it Um, there's a lot of truth in man who you surround yourself with really has a a bigger impact on um, the kind of life you're going to live yeah. than you expect. And so we, we need to make sure that that we surround ourselves with with great people, great friends, uh, but golden rule do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. So instead of just focusing on finding a great friend, we spent our time on Sunday talking about how to be a great friend. Right. And, and I, I do want to go a little bit deeper into that. But I do feel like maybe maybe we could give an opportunity for somebody that's like, Man, love the concept. Love the idea. Yes, I'm 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 the best friend somebody could possibly have. (laughs)
1: You're lucky to have me.
0: you're lucky to have me. The (laughs) problem is nobody has me like I I don't have anybody that I can be the great friend to. And I don't have anybody that is the great friend to me. You know, Mm -hmm. life life is lonely for us introverts that haven't yet been adopted by an extrovert, um, as they say. So. So what kind of advice do you have to somebody that's like, I. I'm struggling finding a friend, let alone a great friend. What do you do?
1: I think that that's uh, very deep uh, to my heart because if you don't know, I was born and raised in Mexico. And after 22 years living in there, <laughs> I moved to the States where I knew nobody. You knew me. Except for my <laughs> husband. Yeah. Like I had no friends, I had no ties, I had no past here, I had yep. nothing.
0: I think you have like a cousin that lives in Memphis or something?
1: Yeah, but like here where we are, yep. absolutely nobody. So I uh, quickly connected with your friends, and they were fantastic, but it was relationships that you have built, not relationships that I had built. Right. You know, it was one of those that, well, you're Brent's wife. So, so you're welcome kind of thing, which I, I'm very grateful for. But I think that for me, what really made it, um, made a difference in how I connected with people was when I started being a part of a community. Yeah. Once I started, uh, and for us that, that is here at church. Yep. Right? So I was starting to serve in a team. I started connecting with people in that team, you know, and starting to get to know them, and started to talk to them about life and about just randomness. And it was part of being in that community, in that team that uh, started bringing people into my life where I could see, okay, I can connect with you. Like I feel at ease with you. Like mm-hmm. I, it's easy to talk to you, stuff like that. Yeah. That I started creating my own friendships because I came here with nothing. Like, I started from nothing. So I think that that's the first thing that you need to do. Like, if you don't have good friendships, you need to figure out where you're connecting. Are you yeah. connecting in any type of community, you know? Like, are you really trying to, you know, talk to people at work? Or you're just going to your cubicle and doing your nine to five and leaving, you know? Right. Like, are you having uh, giving people that opportunity to, to see if they could be a good friend? You right. know, are you... Uh, talking to your neighbors, like, is or did you just drive home and lock yourself in in, in the house and, and don't open the door until the next day, yeah. you know, uh, are you uh, in a church? That's that's our setting, and, and I do believe that we all need Christian friends. Yeah, yeah. we need two, friends everywhere, but I do believe that our greatest friends should be Christian. Because you want people that can uplift you and can bless you and can uh, give you good advice, solid advice that is only found in the Bible.
0: Yeah. I think that everybody can
1: give you advice, but the advice that is going to build you up, it's always found in the Word of God.
0: Yeah. And when you're going through the worst possible situation, you want to know that your friend is going to be praying for you. is is going to be, you know, talking to God on your behalf. is going to be, you know, giving you scriptures of encouragement. Like, Like, it may sound controversial, but. Absolutely, I think that if you're a believer, your best friend, your greatest friend, should be a Christian as well. Yeah. Um, yes, you should be friends with non non-believers because uh, you know they need to know Jesus too, and maybe yeah. it's through your their friendship with you that they're going to meet him. Uh, you know, be play nice and be friends with your neighbors and your coworkers and everybody. Yeah, but we're supposed
1: to, we're supposed to be the light of the world, right? Exactly. And you're not going to be the light when it's already lit. Like you need to yeah. be a light when when yeah. there's darkness. So, yeah, you yeah. need to have friendships yeah. and, and relationships that are not necessarily
0: 100%. just Christian. And it's probably true that too many Christians like they come home and they just go into their house and they lock the door. And, you know, the light just stays on in the home Yeah. Uh, or they go into work and it's just they stay off to themselves. Yeah. You know, we, we do need to be interacting with the people around us. But controversial or not, the, the reality is, as a believer, the greatest friendship that you have should be with a fellow believer yeah um because and there's a you lot of can find that
1: about. at work and you can find that True. in your neighborhood doesn't you mean can you, find you have to that go to ch- ra- the same
0: church ra- right right um yeah so and 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 with all of this um i know that that's difficult as an introvert yeah right like the the joke about being adopted by an extrovert putting like, yourself out there like I, I it's a joke but it's it, the funniest jokes are true uh <laughs> and, it, and it really is one of those where like i'm the kind of guy that i could sit at, at like i'll go to conferences and stuff and like it's like all right everybody grab their lunch and go meet some people and i just wait for somebody to come meet me <laughs> like it's just it's just the reality <laughs> like i'm i'm not, I'm not initiating this uh, i'll talk to you like i'm i'm going to be friendly and all that but like i'm just going to sit here until somebody says hey who are you and where are you from um and so for for somebody like how do you find great friends or community within the church
1: by i think that you need to start serving yeah i think that you need to just be a part of a team you know in whatever area you enjoy uh try to be a part of a team because sometimes uh especially if you are an introvert like you might not want to go and just stay in the lobby and talk to people and you know like let's let's have coffee after service like that might not be your thing for for a lot of us that that's like that sounds great <laughs> that but sounds for,
0: horrible <laughs> but for
1: some other people it's it's, it's not as yeah. easy it's not as black and white so if you are serving on a team then you're gonna be with other people that enjoy the same thing that you enjoy yep you know like if you are a techie and like you are uh, working with the computers with the lights where uh, with the cameras then there's a a communality that can initiate that relationship. And then from there, you can figure out, like, is this a person that I connect uh, at a deeper level? You know, like, is that that somebody that I actually feel like I can be open and honest and, you know, that I feel like they have my back? And I think everything starts when you are a part of a team, where you even have a leader that can check on you and see, hey, how are you doing? How are things going? Like, you start, there where people are coming to you and saying how are you doing what's your name what do you enjoy doing you know uh i think that that's that's how you start but i think that also you need to be open sometimes we feel like our best friends should look like something or like like you have a a prototype you know like 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 this is this is my my best friend needs to be trendy and it to look like this i need to be this age and you never know who God could send and you can find that great friend that it looks completely different than what you thought that it was gonna be.
0: Yeah,
1: You know, that it's older than you or even younger than you, that, you know, that it might not be as up to trends. You know, like I I have a wonderful friend here at church and she's older, but she's always calling me to see how I'm doing. She's praying for me. She gives me advice when I need it. Yeah. And I know that any moment that I have anything, I know that I can text her. I know that I can call her. I know that, that she's going to be there for me, that she's going to show up. Yeah. And she's not in my age demographic. She she doesn't dress like me. <laughs> she you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes you kind of limit the people that can be in your life because you think that your friends should look a certain way yeah and and you block out people that could be amazing in your life they can mentor you they can they can truly show you what it is to to walk with christ to to be a good friend to just be there for you um so don't limit that
0: no i love that advice and and you know so often we talk about you know serving and and it, it almost feels like well this is just what the church needs like the the church needs more people doing more things and yeah, yeah that's always true uh, but honestly, serving on a team is where you build relationships yeah. like my the greatest friendships I have to this day all came from and not even just talking about uh, serving on staff at a church. But like my, my best friend, uh, we uh, served in children's ministry together uh, as volunteers when I, he's like four, four years older than I am. But uh, we served in children's ministry together. We served in youth ministry together. Um, you know, I ended up becoming the youth pastor. He was one of my my volunteers working with me. Um, they've moved away, but like the relationship was built mm-hmm. in this. We're around each other. We're serving. We're we're having a good time. We're laughing. There's there's a mm-hmm. reason for us to be together. But then it starts to trickle out to, hey, you want to grab some dinner, or hey, you want to come over to the house, or. You know it just that that relationship becomes more than just this is the person i i serve with yeah now it's the person i'm doing life with yeah uh and i think the the more people that um can can get into these serving communities these serving groups um the better yeah uh for them right mm-hmm. it's it, that's community that's where relationships are built and you're already starting on you have common interests So, like, if you're singing on the worship team, you're around other musicians and singers. And so, you've already got this, like, well, we like the same thing. Yep. Um, And so, it's... I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's neat how that can happen. Another place in within the church is within the small group system.
1: Yep, I was about to say that. You
0: know, so like for for us here at CLC, that's life groups. But mm-hmm. I would say the majority of churches across the country have some form of small group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that within that, like we, we've got some great friends now uh, because we created a group for parents and their kids mm-hmm. to come over to our house. And we didn't put any limitations on it. It was like whoever wanted to come could come and literally people showed up to our house that like we had never seen before, <laughs> didn't know their names. And it was just like, this is weird at first. Uh, but you go a few months and all of a sudden it's like, man, I love these people uh, yeah. and they're, they're genuine friends. And you know, we've got, uh, yesterday we had a text message thread going with, uh, people that are in our life group, people that used to be in our life group, but there's still this community uh, built yeah. around it and we're cracking jokes and, and just doing stupid stuff because, we're friends.
1: Yeah, and, and you get to be a part of each other's lives. You know, like you celebrate when uh, when their kids are doing something great, and yeah. or when their kids are uh, struggling, you are there to pray for them. And I think that that is the community that you need, like yeah. uh, somebody that, that can be there for you, but you you also can be there for them. Yeah. And I think that that's something that is very important: is to be open, to be open to those invitations. You know, if you really want to try to find friendships, you cannot say no to every invitation, right? you know, cause yeah. I have heard and seen so many people say, but I'm lonely and people invite you over for lunch and you're like, nah. <laughs> you're <not laughs> I'm
0: busy that day. <laughs>
1: and, and, and somebody's saying, hey, will you, there's a bunch of us that are gonna go here or there. And you're like, no, thank you. Or like we're having a birthday party and you're like, I'm not going. And then you complain about being lonely, right? right. So like, it, it, I think that if you really want to try to find friendships, you have to be open to go out and to be in uncomfortable positions because you might not be the one that wants to just go and talk to everybody yeah. but you have to be open for that right. so that you can then see is this a person that i can see in my life yeah. for the long run yeah and you're not gonna know that or or get there even if every single time is a no yeah
0: For sure. And so, you know, ultimately, if we we boil this down, we're saying best place to to find friends if you're if you're lonely, if you don't have friends is church. But don't think that just showing up on a Sunday is what's going to develop the friendships. Right. Like you're not going to meet your best. Well, I shouldn't say you're not because I've actually heard some stories where it does happen. But like after worship, we say, hey, say hi to a couple of people. You're probably not going to make your your best friend in that 30 seconds of awkward highs and fist bumps and all that stuff. Uh, but I actually have heard a few stories of somebody that realized that they were neighbors or they, whatever, went to the same school. And all of a sudden they're great friends because they said hi to each other at church. But great friendships built at church. But when you get plugged in, yeah. not just when you show up to a service, but when you serve on a team or you get involved in a life group. Um, it's, it's when you actually go to, cause you know, depending on the size of the church, there's a lot of people there. You, yeah. you just kind of blend in, but in a small group, that's where you're known. That's when you have interaction and that happens in a small group system or in a, a volunteer team.
1: And I say that outside of the church is just being plugged into community. Yeah. You know, like volunteer somewhere, yep. um, you know, uh, be a part of whatever is happening at your workspace. Um, say hello to your neighbors like just make sure that you are being present in whatever community you have so that you can get to know people
0: yeah no i love it i think this is some great advice for for some lonely people or some people that are like i got friends but they're not great friends right (laughs) like like the the joke is that some of us are really good at making bad friends and and a lot of us were really good at having those superficial friends where it's like, well, these people are fun to be with, but I wouldn't, they're not trustworthy. They're not, like, I'm not going to, when I'm going through a bad time, I'm not going to them for help. But, hey, we can go play basketball together and we can go to the movies together and we can laugh together.
1: And I think that, uh, I think that there's a difference. And I don't want to get in trouble with anybody, but I think that there's a difference (laughs) between this might not be a great friend or this is just plain bad friend.
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: You know, because I think that, some people just want to be a part of a group or, or they want to have friendships. So I know that this person is, is not good. Oh yeah. But, is, but we're friends and they call me friends. So I'm gonna stick with you even though I know yep. that every time that you show up, there's trouble. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you I've, know, like I've the whole like the whole. I don't know who sings the song, the, I knew you were in trouble when you want <laughs> 10. Like, you know, like, like, you know, like something bad is going to happen. Like, you just showed up and it's just yep. like, yep, something's going to go down. Uh, if you have those type of people in your life, maybe you really need to reconsider.
0: Might be better to say. You
1: know, like, I'm not saying to just necessarily never talk to them again, but reconsider where your friendship really lies, you know, because. Yeah. I think that some people are just bad influences, yeah. there's, there, there's friends that are just there to just have kind a of good time and just okay, like kind of superficial type of relationship, and there's great friends that really walk the journey with you. Yeah. but I think that if if you are only stuck with, with the people that only bring trouble with the people that are always on, on something wrong, maybe you need to step back and, and think, this is this what I want? Uh, this is the the path that I that that I want to take. Yeah, this is the people that I really want to be, you know, surrounded by and yeah. associated with, because it might not be. Yeah, and sometimes it's better to step back and and have a couple of uh, weeks of loneliness while you find another friend than to stay in a relationship of friendship yeah. that could end up um, taking you in a place that you don't want to go.
0: Absolutely, and I, and I think that there's room for people talk about like the levels of friendship, like there there's different tiers, and like what we're really gonna hone in on today is that that great friend, yeah, which would be kind of like that that best friend category, uh, or really just that that person, gold star, right? Yeah, and it, and I don't think that that means you can't be friendly with people or right. that you can't have other friends. You should. Like, you absolutely can have friends. that is like, look, this friend, we play video games together, like that's as far as it's ever going to go. Like that's, that's, we, we, I don't
1: have one of those.
0: You don't have one of those. No. What a lame. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm thinking about some people in my life where it's like, yeah, there was seasons where it was like, yeah, we're friends. Cause we crack jokes. We have a good time. But like, if there's a crisis in my family, they're not on the call list. Right. Right. Like, but it's not bad to have them. Uh, it's just good to know like, okay, you don't share all of your deepest, darkest, um, hurts and pains and secrets with everybody, right? Like mm-hmm. not even with everybody you call friend. Right. Um, but there are, there should be somebody in your life that is that, that confidant, that great friend that you can trust. And so, uh, let's kind of get uh, into this a little bit more. Let's dig a little deeper into the being the great friend now. Cause, cause I think sometimes in being that great friend, you can even elevate a the person that you're being a friend to to the to that same status where where it's like, you know, by by selflessly loving them, they all of a sudden it's like, man, I I see how you treat me. I want to treat you in kind. Um and so I think that really the secret for all of us is being a great friend. Mm-hmm. And luckily Perito has some great advice uh through some say it again? Perito. Perito. Is that is that too gringo for you?
1: That that, that that was passable.
0: possible okay. yeah I, I'm, Mike could say please. it
1: worse so <laughs>
0: <laughs> perito uh, I'm just gonna do perito for the rest of the uh the podcast peritos. uh the peritos um <laughs> you're so special <laughs> oh man doing a podcast with your best friend <laughs> is uh, is a little tricky uh so the first lesson that peritos uh teaches us is that uh great friends are selfless mm-hmm. right so we, we put the needs of others. Uh, before our own but in your experience like where where's the limit on that because that, that can sound kind of kind of dangerous like like how far do you go with selflessness is, is there a point where all of a sudden it's like I'm just being taken advantage of like everybody's getting everything from me and I have nothing left. Uh, there's no me time anymore mm-hmm. because I just, it's always, you know, I'm I'm about to do this thing and then somebody calls me and they need help. And so I, I, I drop it and I go and help. And I do that every single time. Like, wh- where's the limit? Like, what does that look like?
1: I think that selflessness doesn't mean that you risk your own health or your own life. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it is when you really do something with your full heart, not expecting anything in return. Yeah. I, that's that's what it means for me personally. You know, it's not that I'm gonna give you 90% of my time and I'm gonna run on empty because then I am being yeah. disloyal to myself. Yeah. I think that I need to care, to care for me as well yeah. because that is that is biblical. Like I that people had a Sabbath for a reason. Yeah. You know, like you need to replenish, you need to recharge. I think that it you need to take care of you, you have to have your me time, you have to have yep. whatever it is that, that you enjoy doing to replenish. But I think that there's so many people that are doing something for others to see what they can get. Yeah. So they give to get, right? Yep. And I'm like, if I give you uh, five minutes, then next time you have to give me an hour, yep. and then I give you, so it's, it is like that how how far can i go and how much i'm going to get in return yeah. i think the selflessness is when you give even if they cannot give you anything back right you know like i'm going to i'm going to be there for There's you no e- expectation. even if when i need it if you're not there for me that was not yeah. the point yeah it was for me to be there for you like yeah. it is not about what i'm going to get from you yeah. i think that's in in my in my head that is the yeah. The image of selflessness. It is not about I'm just gonna be your doormat yeah. now and do whatever you want. Yeah. It is about giving with your full heart and never talking about uh, about it. You know, because yeah. there's so many people also that all are saying. But remember that I did this for you. And remember that when I gave you that. And and like, they are always telling you what they have done for you. Well, I paid for lunch last
0: time, so you got to pay for lunch this time. Uh,
1: Or not even that, but just to just make sure that you remember that they have done something. You know, like, yeah, like like the day that I paid for lunch for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the day that I showed up for you. Like, you know, just so that you know, like, I owe this person something, and I think that is not selfless. I think that if you're gonna be selfless, you're just gonna do it, and yeah. you're just gonna be quiet about it, and you're just gonna do it with your whole heart, or just don't do it. Yeah. So I think that that is, to me, what is selfless. It's I'm gonna give, and I don't expect anything in return. If something yep. comes back, great. But if it doesn't, yeah, that was not that was not the point. That was not the intention. Yeah. So I think that that's for me that's the difference. Yeah. It's like I'm going to do everything that I can that, that comes naturally out of my heart 100%. And I am not going to bring it back. I am not going to hold it over your head. I am not going to see now You, what are you going to do for me now. Uh, it has always been because I love you, I'm going to do this. Right. No questions asked, nothing in return. I don't need anything. I am doing it because that's what I'm supposed to
0: do. I think the only thing I would add to that is uh, boundaries are a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and like, if, if I've got a friend that's needing help, but my family needs something right now, I'm not going to sacrifice my family for the friend. Now, there there may be moments where it's like, okay, you know, the kids wanted to do this thing. Hey guys, I really need to help out a friend that's in a really bad place, so we're going to do that thing another time. That's totally acceptable. But to I've seen some people who really like neglect family because they're trying to be a good friend. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, at some point, like y- you've got to like your priority is family. Um, and so I think that setting up these boundaries and like one of the boundaries that, that I talk about sometimes, I think I even mentioned it to you yesterday. Uh, uh, but uh, generosity is great, but not without wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we want to be generous, uh, but we also have to use wisdom. Yeah. And so unless the Holy Spirit is saying, give your last dollar, it's probably not wise to be generous when when you don't have enough to cover the bills. Right. right. And I, I put the caveat there of unless the Holy Spirit's telling you to because he's the boss. But like on a regular basis, it's like, look, I have one hundred dollars. I have a one hundred dollar bill coming up. My friend just asked for 50. Mm-hmm. OK, well, if you if you that's not wisdom mm-hmm. in that unless you know that God's telling you, you need to do it anyways and trust him. And, and And I think
1: that, that, uh, in that there's different things that you can do. And and I know that this is just one example, you know, but, but if, if you know, my friend needs money and I don't have the money to give you, but maybe I can selflessly try to figure out how can you earn some money, you know, maybe I have some stuff in the house that you could sell. You know, like yeah. well, let's do a garage sale. Like I bring some stuff, somebody else brings some stuff, yeah. and we help you out that way. I got
0: another friend that's you looking know? for some work to get done. Maybe I can connect the two of you. You know,
1: st- stuff yeah. like that. That that you can still be looking out for them without you being irresponsible. Right. I think that is is one of those that you you're there for them. That you give. That you put them first in the in the sense that if if you need something, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. You know, that, that if you need somebody to talk to, I'm gonna be there.
0: Yeah. If, doesn't if, if necessarily mean that I'm gonna be the one to meet the need,
1: Exactly. but I'm gonna
0: be there Yes. through it.
1: And that I consider your life important. You know, yeah. I, I, I heard um, somebody said one time, I don't even remember who that was, to put a, a 10 uh, on, on everybody's head, you know, because they said that, that you treat people how you rank them, right? Okay. So And sometimes you have a, well, that's a one. So like, <laughs> like they get like, Barely any energy, and that person might be a five, so it's like a little more respect and stuff, you know. But the tens are like, well, no, no, like we, we go all yeah. out for the ten, right? Like yeah. you're gonna be respectful and you're gonna like you're gonna behave. Yeah. So, so that person was saying, give every single person yep. a ten because everybody it. deserves that yep. type of treatment, you know. And 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 the way that you rank them, that's the way that you treat them. And I think that that's the selfless part, you know, that if you see everybody as a ten. You're gonna treat everybody with such uh, uh, an honor and respect, and you're gonna see them as as above yourself, in a way mm. that is gonna come out in the way that you yep. treat them, in the way that you speak to them, in the way that that you prioritize their needs. Because it's a ten, like like I'm yep. talking to a ten, right? Uh, so I think that that is yeah. something that is important, but that doesn't mean that you don't make time for yourself. You need yeah. to make time for yourself because you need to remember that you're also a ten.
0: Yeah. Ooh. I like that, soul. I like that. I'm a 10. I'm a 10, too. Uh, okay, so uh, let, let's get into, this is probably your bread and butter, this one, because uh, Perito or Perito's uh, uh, taught us that great friends um, are positive. And of all the people uh, around me, I, I got to say, you're, you're probably the most positive or one of the most positive. You are always a half glass full kind of person which sometimes creates some tension because i'm uh, i'm a realist so it depends on if you're putting water into the glass or you've been taking water out of the glass yep. so it's half empty if you've been drinking it it's half full if you've been filling it up see realist people never know how to answer that question but you, you got to know which direction the water's going <laughs> um <laughs> but as a perpetual half full kind of person. What what is what is being positive in these relationships look like? Because we, we we use a scripture that said let no unwholesome talk. I forget what translation we use. It was a different translation than that. Mm-hmm. But don't say anything bad. Don't say anything bad. The translation that I usually quoted is the let no unwholesome talk. So don't say anything bad. Does that is that literal? Like I can never say anything bad. Like how do I be positive but like if if there's a bad situation going on or like you're doing something wrong, like how yay, that was a really bad idea. <laughs> like, how, how are you positive in those moments?
1: I don't think that it is about uh, being positive in all moments. I don't think that, that that's, that's a thing.
0: Realistic? I,
1: yeah, I don't think that's a thing. I think that there's times that you have to have tough conversations, but I think that you can still do it in a way that feels helpful. Mm-hmm. I think that, that negative people, the problem is not – that they're negative because there might be some stuff in there that it's true you know if somebody comes and say hey like this didn't work was that just oh no, you're just being negative or that thing just didn't work you yeah. know I think that it is sometimes the fact that the way that you say it is more of a I'm just criticizing everything I'm just trying to kind of poke you know to try to to sow a seed that it is not the right one yeah because I think that in everything that we do, there's always room for improvement. You know, like yep. in, in, in uh in all of your relationships, and in the way that 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 you manage your finances, and the way that, that you manage uh the church, and the way that you manage your family, like there's always room for improvement, yep. you know? And if somebody comes to say, Hey, uh, I think that your kids spend too much time on the television, I could take a moment back and say Maybe they do, and it's different than if somebody comes and be like, like, well, their kids are always on the on the TV, like, like that. That's just not good, right? There's a different. Like, it can be the yeah. same thing, just said differently. And I think yeah. that being positive, it is not just saying everything is great because sometimes not everything is great. Yeah. It is how you approach it, and I think that when you just come at it as a gossip and as a, yeah, and as a criticism and yeah. as a We just want to point the bad stuff because that's what we do. Are you really trying
0: to build up or are you just trying to tear down?
1: Exactly. And I think that when you're wanting to build up, even if it's a criticism that kind of hurts, you can take that and you can do something about it to get better. Yeah. But when it is just about tearing down, then you just feel tear down and you just feel on the ground
0: afterwards. Yep. Which is why you always say you're bringing the soul down.
1: (laughs) You bring the soul down, you know, (laughs) because I think that there's just times that that's, that's the intention. Yeah. Like, and like I know a lot of people that it doesn't matter what idea you put on the table, there's something gonna be wrong about it. Yep. And then you just feel like, why should I even bring any ideas if I know that yeah. you're just gonna say no or you're gonna tear it down or you're gonna yeah. find a fault in it. Yeah. And that is the kind of person that you don't wanna be. Yeah. Like when people don't even wanna say anything because I just know that you're gonna hate it. I just know that you're gonna find something. I just know that if, if it wasn't your idea, then it is garbage. You know, and like, but if it's my idea, it's great. Like I was Best so smart, like I was so smart, you know, but if it was yeah. your idea, it was like trash, yeah. like seriously, who, who chose that? That's yeah. trash, you know, and that's the kind of people you don't want to be. Yeah. You don't want to be that negative, that, that voice that is always condemning. Yeah. You want to be somebody that can uplift, that can bring criticism uh, that is constructive. Right. They that, that can bring direction that it will help you be better. Yeah. You know, it is not just about saying, yay, to everything. It is yeah. about how you say things and what is the heart behind it.
0: Yeah. We've, we've got this principle in leadership that you don't just bring problems or bring solutions. Right. Uh, and so I think that's part of like that positive uh, spin to things is like when, when you're noticing something in a friend and you're like, hey, that's not good. But I know you've got this. Like, I, I believe in you. I right. know that you can do it. Like, I'm, I'm going to be positive even in the criticism right? Uh, because, like, I, I want to bring life to you. So it's like, man, that was a really bad choice you made. But, like, I get it. Like, you were stressed out. It was whatever. But I just want you to know, like you've got this, and yeah. here's here's something you could have done I- instead. So like, even having that positive spin, it, it's funny when we talk about this. It's reminding me of uh, one of my favorite movies, which you hate, which is uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Such a great movie, so but there's dumb. <laughs> there's a there's a so moment dumb. when the sheriff is uh, he says um, something about you know I've got bad news and he's like I don't want bad news just give me good news and he's like well it's bad news he's he basically I have this whole conversation he's like well well tell me the bad news but in a good way and so the guy just starts laughing and he's basically saying like horrible horrible things but with a smile on his face and he's like this is horrible like the, so that that's not the the image that we should have and that's just for anybody that enjoys Robin Hood men in tights and I, I love the face you're making right <laughs> now you hate it uh but Think of that that moment like that's that's not what it is. It's not just coming in and, and putting a smile and 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 putting perfume on a dirty pig, uh, as people down south would say, like it's it's really, truly looking for that. Um, I don't know that positive edge to it yeah. uh, of, of hey, this was bad or this is wrong, but I mm. believe in you like, yeah. when you can do that. Yeah, I
1: love the, the, the phrase, and, that, and I try to do that as much as I can when I talk to, to people, the whole next time.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: like maybe this, this time was awful, but next time, maybe do it this way. Yep. You know, or next time, you can try that. Yep. You know, so, so that it is not, this is the end of the road. Like, yeah, maybe this didn't work, but next time, it can work. Yeah. You know, so that it puts a different mindset on us to say, I can try again, and I can succeed. Yeah. Instead of just That's saying good. it was bad, just quit it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, you just you have no future in this. Just, just move on. No, like this didn't work. Next time, let's do it this way. Yep. Next time, let's tell people stuff in this, w- in, th- in this, in this let's manner with this tone. You know, yeah. like I even say that to the kids. Well, maybe next time, ask first, or maybe next time, yep. you know, don't, don't respond like that. S- yep. Stuff like that uh, will help you to to bring the positive in it.
0: I like it. All right, so point number three, uh, Peritoes taught us that uh, great friends, <laughs> I love the smile that you have every time my, my horrible Perry toes. Uh, accent, my Peritoes. Uh, Perito teaches us uh, that great friends give perspective. Mm-hmm. And perspective really is such an amazing thing. I'm, I'm always blown away at perspective because it's looking at the same exact thing but seeing something totally different. Yeah. And we see that throughout Ministry and life and the the perspective differences is, is, is absolutely incredible. Um, but here's the challenge uh, that I find is uh, when I'm trying to give a new perspective to something how how do you make it so that that perspective it doesn't come across as um, I don't know pushy or like you're being a know it all like oh let me let me tell you how it really is or or even uh, you know the danger of um, giving somebody a new perspective without making it, uh, trivializing or minimalizing the pain that they're going through or the situation they are going through. I think mm-hmm. some people get in this tendency of like, oh, what you're going through isn't that bad. What I went through was way worse. Oh,
1: I hate that. Uh, it's the I, worst oh, thing I, ever. I know, I know, I know hate, that, that, I know like, that uh, hate is a very, very strong word. No, it's but a- accurate I, for this oh, one. It's appropriate for this goodness. one.
0: Uh, but how do you help give perspective to somebody without being that guy?
1: Yeah. Ooh, it's hard. <laughs> It's hard. But I think that you need to pray. <laughs> I Always. I think that you need to pray. I'm about to go into a series about yes. praying first. Like yeah. But I I do think that you need to pray about it. I think that you need to ask God to open the door. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of times that I see things and I'm like, Lord, if you're not if literally you telling up, <laughs> me telling yeah. me that to go and say something, uh I'm going to have to wait, you know. If you ask me,
0: yeah.
1: you unleash the soul. <laughs> and then I will tell you everything you want to know. Uh,
0: and some things you don't want to know. And
1: something that you don't want to know. But I think that, that you need to pray and to ask God to show you uh, how to say it. And I think that it is all about timing. Timing, Good. timing, timing. Because just Good. because you have the right thing to say doesn't mean that the the moment is right.
0: Yeah. They might and not be ready to hear it because
1: you might see everything you want to see, and you and you could be one hundred percent correct. But if you say it at the wrong time, it's still gonna be the wrong thing. Yep. So I think Agreed. that you need to to be very sensitive to the situation. I think that you need to be really sensitive of of the person, like uh, really pay attention what is going on around, and figure out where is the right time, and figure out how is uh, the right way to say it. Yeah because you can say something that is good but if you say in a one in a way that is not positive in a way that it is not uplifting still gonna be the wrong thing to say yeah so i think that it is very delicate it is a very delicate thing because just because you see it and you're right doesn't mean that people are ready to receive it or that is the time or it was Mm -hmm. the way to say it
0: absolutely couldn't agree more the the only thing that i would add to that and and i love that that response but uh humility yeah. comes into play like because because you even said something like you may be right well you may also be wrong and so when when offering a different perspective to somebody yeah. do it with the humility to say hey i maybe i'm off but but have you considered looking at it this way and and you're giving room to say look i'm not i'm not the know-it-all I, i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not the one that knows your life better than you know your life yeah but as somebody on the outside i'm looking at this thing and you know maybe there's another way that we could look at it, yeah uh, and when you come with with love and humility, I think that it can cover up a lot of a lot of misspoken words or yes. or just the wrong time missing the timing, like yeah, but if you did it with love and humility, it's okay.
1: yeah, and I think that also, and I know that we're talking about friendships, mm-hmm. but I think that you have to make sure like make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure. That you have a good rapport with a person. Yeah. You cannot give perspective to somebody that you don't have a full yeah. relationship with.
0: You're not giving perspective to a stranger.
1: Like, no. Yeah. Like, you need to to have built that yeah. that relationship enough so that when you say something, even if it's the wrong thing, yeah. the person can can accept it. You know, that there is openness. Yeah because I don't want just a random person to yeah. come and tell me stuff, even I'm, if they are right. Because even yeah. if they are right, it will just sting. And it yeah. will just be like, how dare you?
0: Yeah, I mean, it <laughs> How
1: dare you it, tell it, me that I'm wrong when I'm wrong? It doesn't happen
0: to us <laughs> as, as often anymore. But you remember how many times when our kids were young and we we're in like the grocery store and we would get unsolicited oh, parenting Lord. advice yes. from complete strangers. And it was like, look, even if you're right right now, like, who are you? Like, these are my children. And yes. you're coming in and telling me that, you know, I shouldn't buy them that thing. Okay, who are you? It's not your money. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. no, perspective. Yeah. It's got to be built out of relationship. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: I like so that. I, so I think that it is that is very important, and I uh, I know that you're trying to be a great friend, but first make sure that you have uh, earned yourself the right yep. to speak in those in those situations. Yeah. You know, and I think that you know again, if God is telling you to say something, go for it then you obey god yeah but if it's not that if it's just something that you have observed it's something that it's glaringly obvious it might not be glaringly obvious for that person right. so yeah. so make sure that that you are sensitive to yeah. that
0: and and i would say when in doubt just ask like if, if you don't know that you have that relationship yet yeah. like I've, I've been in that place before like, where it's like I hey look look I, I know we're friends i just don't know that we're that level of friendship (laughs) but there's something that i've been noticing and i would i would love to help you with this if you're open to it and you know most of the time they're going to say sure (laughs) but you know sometimes they might just say you know what uh no
1: and to even say you know and if i'm wrong
0: exactly that that's that 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 humility again yeah
1: like you know like if if i say something you're like you're goo crazy yeah i'm i'm cool with that i'm just you know
0: yeah when in doubt, ask. Yeah. No, I like it. All right. Uh, we got two more. Uh, great friends show up. What does it look like to show up? Okay. So y- you're a mom. You're a pastor. Uh, you-, you work full time. Uh, you're a wife. You're managing the house. Like you're busy, mm-hmm. like very busy. Like mm-hmm. we had to sit down with our calendars to try and figure out like a dinner. That was available. Like it's busy. (laughs) Okay. So, in the busyness, how do you still show up for your friends?
1: I think that you always make time for what you consider important. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, and you can make time for wherever it is that you say, I really want to go watch this movie. So I'm going to see, like, I have two hours in this time. I'm going to go to that. Somehow
0: in our busyness, we saw the Barbie movie. We
1: saw the Barbie movie. <laughs> you know, it's just, like, you always make time for the things that you consider important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you really consider your friendships important.
0: Just you- for clarity, I don't find the Barbie movie important, but my daughter is important. So we found time for the Barbie movie.
1: But he's Knuff. Can- can- Kelsey.
0: Can- I am Knuff. Can- you are Knuff. Can- can- I am Knuff.
1: Can- 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 so... um But, but I think that, that you need to make time for, for your friends as well. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't mean that you're there all the time or that every time is a a time that is possible for you to be there. Right. But that when you are, you show up. Yeah. And sometimes that is a text message. Yeah. You know, I have a friend right now who's going through a lot of stuff and we keep saying, we're going to get together for coffee and then something happens in her life or something is just super busy in mine. But I even put an alarm on my phone to text her every now and then say, hey, how's everything going? Yeah. You know, because I know she needs uh, somebody to, to, check to check on in. her yeah. to, to, to see how you're doing. And I know that if when I you just, get busy, you'll forget it. You'll forget it. So I have an alarm on my phone that says, hey text this person at this time Yep. and then i i text her like yeah. as soon as the alarm goes off i take two seconds and i text hey how you're doing yeah you know because sometimes you cannot be there because of your schedule or because of their schedule yep. so i know you're going through something rough and that you need somebody to talk to so as much as i can i'm going to be checking on you yeah how you're doing so sometimes it's being there in person. Sometimes it's there with a text message. Sometimes it's there with a phone call. Uh, wherever it is that you can do, do that. Yeah. You know, and I think that if uh, if these people in your life really know you and they know what you have going on, they will appreciate that whatever it is that you can give.
0: Yeah, I think that was some fantastic, just practical advice. Like set an alarm. Like we we use technology to your advantage. <laughs> yes. Uh But yeah, because and it's to me, it's like it's not. It's not fake, or it's not whatever. You know, to to have this reminder to to reach out to somebody. Some people could could over um, schedule their lives where it's like I, I was the victim of this, where somebody was like contacting me every third Tuesday at four o five uh, p.m. and it was like I could see the text message history where it was like Tuesday at four o five, Tuesday at four o five, Tuesday. I'm like, oh, there's he has an alert. Uh, for oh, I need to text Brent. And it made it feel less genuine. Right. But I think that there is a way to utilize the technology to say, look, my life is really busy right now. This person is important to me, but I, I know that I'm going to get so sidetracked with all the other things going on that I need I need to set a reminder to, yeah. to reach out to them. And I'll do that a lot of times like, um, uh, at the end of the day, just trying to think through, okay, what's going on tomorrow? I'll just open up the reminders app and I'll just type in all the stuff in the reminders, set it for 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. or whatever time I know I'm going to be looking at my phone. Uh, and then that thing goes off and it's like, OK, yeah, I need to text this person, call this person, email this person. Yeah. Um, and it it helps me because if I don't do that, then the morning comes and, you know, you forget Kelsey slept in our bed and now I'm uncomfortable and, you know, the dog yeah. is tearing up something and it's like always. Yeah. Just life, life, life's.
1: Yeah, and, 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 like, life is real, like, being busy is real. Uh, I have been uh, trying to call my dad more often, and there's times that I'm like, oh, I didn't call him, yeah. like, in a week and a half. Like, what is happening? Yep. And it is not that he's not important, but sometimes yep. you just get busy and you just don't yep. do it. So I... Yep. I have to schedule times with my dad where I'm like, okay, yeah. what are you going to be doing on Thursday? Are you going to be at home? Okay, on Thursday at 10 a.m. And like, I have to write it down yeah. because I know that if I don't have it scheduled, it's yeah. not going to happen. Sadly, that's where we are right now in yeah. our lives. Uh, yeah. But I if that... The, if the squeaky
0: that, wheel gets the grease. so but it's like...
1: But if that's your reality, then schedule things, yeah. you know? But show up for the people that you consider important. Yeah. Like whatever it is that that looks like. You know, if you have more time, maybe you can go out with them or you can, you know, I don't know, do whatever it is that you can do. And of course, there're gonna be things that you're not planning for and then they happen and that they require somebody right there in that specific moment. Mm-hmm. Then that's, that's a different thing, yeah. you know? But I think that in the ongoing care, yeah that's what you need to do wherever you need to do yeah. so to make sure that those relationships stay stay um good yeah. but something that that uh, i mentioned yesterday is that the fact that you have to be paying attention to your friends because sometimes you don't know that you need to show up because you have no idea what's happening in their yeah, lives it's good and 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 that um goes with everything like it can be that they are not talking as much as they used to, you know, and just all of a sudden you see them and they're always quiet and like, but they never stopped talking before and now they've been just super quiet. Something's up, right? Or or maybe they are not as perky and as funny as they usually are, they're a little more serious, maybe something is going up. You know, maybe they're not as driven, like they always got here first and they were always the, the ones that were like, let's do this, and now all of a sudden they're quiet and they're arriving late, like, Pay attention to things yeah. because if they are not saying something, there's going to be signs that they need somebody to show up. Yep. So pay attention. Don't just be consuming the uh, in the business of life, but slow down enough to pay attention to the people that you consider important yep. and see how they're doing. Are, are they are they OK? You know, are, are they are they happy? Is, is something going on? Yep. I have this with my son, Jaden, and, and he's kind of like, a, oh, mom, please stop it. But because he has a very, like, sad, resting face. <laughs> and I am always, like, yeah. I am always nervous that yeah. he's not right. <laughs> is he
0: always... okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like,
1: are you okay? He's like, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. Then why are you sad? He's like, I'm not sad. This is my face. <laughs> you know? but.
0: And so... you would think you'd learn. I mean, he's 13 years old. Like, this has been going but on for a just... while.
1: But you need to just make sure that you are paying attention to little, yeah. cl- like non-verbal yeah. clues, because not everybody will say everything. Even if yeah. you are really close, there's some people that I just, like me personally, I, I don't necessarily go out telling everybody all of all yeah. of my woos. I like to be the positive, bubbly, just just have fun type of person. Uh, but there's times that if if you look deep down and you're like something's up, yeah. right? So you need those people that can see that and can pull it out of you and be like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, are you like really okay? Don't give me the cool answer. Like, give me the real answer.
0: Yeah, I like it. All right, last one, and then we're closing. Uh, great friends are trustworthy. And, and yeah. really this point was, it's almost like the culmination of all of it. Like yeah. when, when you do all these other things, you're a trustworthy friend. Yeah. Um, and we really honed in on you know, when, when you truly love people. Mm-hmm. right when it's not just you know manipulation or I'm just I need a great friend so I'm going to do these things so that I can get something in return no, no no it's just I love this person yeah um and because I love this person I would I would never do anything to break their trust yeah but what happens when somebody does um that's that's kind of what I wanted to, to dig a little bit deeper in what do you do when trust has been broken uh, especially if, if you're the person that, that broke trust it's like they they asked me to do this thing. I told them I would do it. I didn't do it. They told me this thing in confidence. I didn't realize I overshared about that to this other person. And now it's like mm. I, I can't be trusted Yikes. with these. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's a bad place to be, but it's it's a place where you can be intentionally, but it's also a place I think you can be kind of unintentionally where yeah. it's like, man, I just I didn't realize like I, I had somebody ask me to pray about something one time. And I was like, man, absolutely, I'll be praying. And then I shared that prayer request with somebody else, uh, not thinking that this was gossip or whatever. It was just like, man, this is a serious situation. I think more people need to be praying about it and caring for this person. But I didn't have permission to tell this third party. And it's like, oh, I broke trust. Like, what do you do to rebuild it?
1: Humble yourself. Yeah. You know.
0: Humble pie.
1: Yeah, you had to humble yourself. I screwed up. You have to own up to your mistakes. Yep. You have to go back and say sorry, yep. you know? And it's not and, and like a, a true sorry, you know? Like not the sorry <laughs> if you felt like. <laughs> oh, I hate that
0: apology. <laughs>
1: like not like that, but really owning to what what you did to break that trust, you know? Yeah. Like, sorry I shared something that was not mine, My, to, mine share. to share.
0: Yeah.
1: And from that moment on, working hard to, to, to prove that that has changed, yep. You know, because just because you say sorry doesn't mean that the person is gonna turn around and trust you again, right? Or at least not right away. Yep. So sometimes it happens. Yep. Sometimes it doesn't. So you have to to be humble yep. in that, and, no, and and not even bring it back to that person to say, well, since I just made one mistake and now you don't tell me yeah. anything, yeah. well,
0: yeah, that's how that that's works. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah.
1: You know, you have to be humble yeah. you need to to build that up yeah and 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 you can be 100 percent repented and and do as much work and still take and a lot still of time not to yeah and and i think that that is just yeah. understanding that trust can be broken in one second yeah trust but is it,
0: one of those things that it takes forever to build yep. but it comes apart in a moment
1: yep yep so understand that for for other people, because that's what will happen to you. Yep. So you know, like, put put yourself in the other person's shoes and say, okay, if if that was me, that somebody did that, yep. how would I respond? Like, what would I just be like, oh yeah, no, big, no big deal. Yep. Or would that hurt? Yeah. You know, and 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 just allow the the healing process to take place. Yeah. Allow the relationship to be rebuilt. Uh, you know work hard for it you have to work hard for it if you really consider this relationship important and you have really blown it and you just did something that was so awful or maybe it was just a little thing that it wasn't like it wasn't even that big of a deal yeah right i've been there too but But, but, why are you getting so upset uh, but still like that was something that was offensive and something that broke the trust if you really consider this 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 relationship important you're gonna put the work to get back up.
0: Yep, I love it. Put in the work. Yeah. What happens uh, when your friend has broken the trust? Second chances, uh. third chances, fifth chances, eighth chances. What? What do you? Where, where's the line for for soul? Like, somebody has broken trust. Do you ever trust them again? And how do you go about doing that?
1: Honestly, I am. Um, I am a hard person. <laughs> I'm a hard person. Uh, it is not. You're easy. a one and done. <laughs> N- not necessarily. It's not. It's not like that. I, it is very hard for me to trust.
0: Yeah,
1: it is very very hard for me to trust. And honestly, I think that it, it <laughs> like third position. Like I feel like I need a couch now. I <laughs> have to <laughs> lay down. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my psycho- no, my psychic evaluation. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> uh, I do think that it was uh, my mom she never uh, wanted to share anything like she always said whatever happens in our house stays in the house like yeah. nobody knew anything. anything nobody knew if we had money or if we didn't have money nobody knew if we were struggling or we were not struggling nobody knew there was a fight or there was not a fight nobody knew yeah. if if her kids were good christians or were christians like yeah. nobody nobody yeah. Like she will not talk to my grandma about it. She will not talk to any of her sisters about it. She will not talk to anybody about anything. So I grew up with that mentality that you don't share anything. Like whatever happens in the, in the four walls of my house, stay in the four walls of my house.
0: I I remember our first year of marriage was like, we had some financial trouble and I asked my dad for help. And he's like, you're telling him. (laughs) I was like, he can do something to help. (laughs) Yeah, like like I remember, Brett would go out and be like,
1: "Yeah, these shoes. Yeah, they were like twenty bucks." I'm like, "Why are you saying how much you paid for the shoes?" You know, like it was one of those <laughs> like things. I got them on a great sale. Like this it was like... one of those things that I grew up with. That that Privacy. we don't tell we don't tell anybody about anything. Everything's private, yeah. So for me to open up about anything, it's really hard. Yeah. So for me to have that uh, that trust broken, it kind of validates. What I grew up with, yeah. and I am not thinking that th- that I grew up with something that was that was healthy. No, but I it, don't think when that it was It's hard healthy. to
0: to open up to allow somebody that level of trust, and yes. then they break it. Yes, it, honestly, it is it is almost more detrimental to the relationship than somebody right. that trusts easily.
1: Right. So, like, I don't discard people. Like, I don't just break relationship. I don't even complain about him. Like, oh, you hurt my yeah. feelings and broke my like, because I am not that person either. Like, <laughs> I am a complicated person. People, <laughs> pray for. Welcome rent. to my life. Pray for Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I am a very complicated person. So, but I noticed that after I feel like somebody has done something, I kind of pump the brakes a little bit yeah. in how much I can share.
0: Yeah,
1: and we still we're still good, and we still talk, and we still you know you might know a little bit of things here and there but i don't open up as much anymore
0: yeah
1: and i don't <laughs> nobody has ever told me <laughs> if, if they noticed that or not <laughs> but <laughs> you know like i still like we will still go out we will still have have fun we will still go for coffee but i'm not gonna tell you
0: yeah. what
1: happened to my kid yeah you know so i think that i go back to superficial really quickly mm-hmm. gotcha. so i i think that that is where i am and i think that seeing the people that have stayed in my life and that have been um trustworthy i think that's why i value those people so highly yeah because i know that i could be open and i could be raw and i could say the wrong things and they still view me the same way yeah
0: they earn that space in yes
1: life. that i can come and say i'm struggling with this or i need you to pray for that and That they do just that and don't put me in a different category because of it yeah and and i think that that's why those people are so important to me and sometimes getting there with a new person is really hard yeah but i try to be that for other people you know so so yeah it's hard like i don't necessarily think that it's a one and done i don't think that it is a we're not friends anymore i think that it is just a is gonna take a while. It's
0: gonna take a while. It's gonna to require get some conversation too. Yes, like you've, you've got to be able to talk about it. Like right, because because how that conversation goes to me is is where um, the opportunity for that friendship to continue is found
1: or grow. And I know, right. like and, I, I know it, this, but it's I but it's all this, found, Doctor Brent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do the thing that I'm telling you to do. This is, this is counseling with Brent. Like, <laughs> that was a dumb thing to do. Stop doing it. Uh, no, but like that conversation becomes so vital. So like um, in that conversation, if they're defensive or yeah. if they say, well, it's not like you're you're saying it at all. It's not that big of a deal. Like for me, it's like, oh, you you just invalidated yourself yeah. as as my friend that can be trusted. Right. Uh, but if you if you're like, man, you you broke my trust and the other person is like, I know. It hurts, and I'm so sorry, yeah. and I'm, I will do anything I can possibly do to fix this. And there's a genuineness to their their talk. Like I, I had a friend that stole money from me. Uh, this is this is a really what good friend. Kelsey? So Kelsey steals <laughs> money all the time. Friend. Kelsey has this if I see it, it's mine mentality. Like finders keepers. Even if she finds it in your wallet, like with your ID on Wait, it. What
1: was this? Where did <laughs> you find two dollars in Jaden's room? <laughs> yeah. And Jayden is like that's my money.
0: <laughs> I found this twenty dollar bill in Bennett's drawer. I don't know where it, who it belongs to. But now I have. <laughs> but now no I got twenty dollars. Yeah. No. But th- so this person, <laughs> not Kelsey, uh, stole money from me. Uh, we had a conversation, and like, mm-hmm. it was one of those where like they were embarrassed by it, like they were in a hard place, and it was like, man, I I, I wish you knew that if if you had just come to me and asked for it, I would have given it to you, yeah. and and like they recognized that, and and we're still friends today, because we were able to talk through it, mm-hmm. uh, and so for me, it's like it's that conversation, and and it's almost like you and I are are like we're a little bit different, like. You said yeah, you pump the brakes, yeah. like you said you pump the brakes. Like I just cut it off. Like it's just like, based on that conversation. That conversation goes poorly. Nah, we're done. Like, I don't need you. You you don't need to be a part of this. Um, and it's very harsh. And I know it's harsh. Uh, but I I trust very easily, very quickly. And if that trust is broken, we talk about it. How that conversation goes depends on whether. Twenty years later, we're still friends. Or twenty minutes later, we're no longer friends. Like it just—it's one of those, yeah. But I, I think that that's, for me, that's the healthiest approach of, let's let's talk about this thing, because yeah. um, sometimes what I think or what you think they're different. Like the friend that I I broke their trust when I shared a prayer request with, with somebody outside of the circle it was like, man, I didn't even for a moment stop to think that I shouldn't do this. Like it, did, it didn't dawn on me. So like right. there, there was no malice in this, but I recognize I shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we're able to have a good relationship. But it was, it was one of those where it was like, I, I messed up and I didn't even know I was messing up. Mm-hmm. But if we didn't have the conversation about it, you would have been mad at me and I would have had no idea why. You know, so gotta have the conversations. Talk about the hard stuff. That's what Talk great friends do. Talk about the
1: hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah all right it's not fun yeah great times <laughs> all right
0: great movie great lessons on how to be a great friend yeah we all need them we, we need cannot
1: them. do life alone
0: we need to be them
1: yeah and i think that that's something that you need to understand no matter if you consider yourself uh, an extrovert an introvert uh yeah wherever you think that your personality type is you need people in your life introverts and need that, friends too and that doesn't mean that you need 50 people yeah but you need to have somebody
0: I love it. It's beautiful. All right. Next week, we get to start talking about prayer. We're, we're, I mean, this is about as big of a shift as you can possibly make. Looking at movie clips and talking about, you know, Top Gun and Puss in Boots and all this stuff. And now we're going to talk about prayer for the next few weeks. Yeah.
1: Hey, if you need relationship and friendship with people, how much more you need relationship and friendship with God?
0: I love it. Don't don't start stealing my sermon notes for uh, for week one, though. <gasps>
1: dun,
0: dun, dun. dun, dun. All right, but we're going to have a good time with that one. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time on Between Sermons.